Good morning, Sower Nation. It is June the 9th, a Friday, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's enter in with some moments of fresh consecration. Deep breath. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some of you noticed there, I just made a correction, and I got to get the correction in writing now. But that last bit, I offer my body. I've been saying it wrong. That's right out of Rome. All of these are right out of Scripture, but that's right out of Romans 12. Verse 1, where Paul says, he speaks of offering our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. I've been saying that, offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. So, sorry for getting it wrong, for grooving it wrong. We're going to get it right now. We're going to groove it right. Let's just, you know, cut our losses and move on. Well, our scripture, our entry today is entitled, Yes, David, this is for looking at. And our text is Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 39. We come to the end of this manifesto of a chapter. Hear the word of the Lord. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he also not, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, 
In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. As we close the week, let's ask the question, what is Romans 8 all about? At first glance, we might be led to say, the Holy Spirit, of course. Interestingly, the chapter does mention the Holy Spirit a whopping 21 times. That's not what or who it is about, though. For the Holy Spirit is never about himself, but always another, Jesus. Go back and read the chapter, and you'll see the whole thing is summed up in the last 11 words. The love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I grew up in and around a church who had a pretty clean cross. It was not only pretty clean, it was pretty and clean. It wasn't until my mid-twenties that I discovered the messy cross, also known as the crucifix. I think I grew up with a bias against it, reasoning since Jesus was risen, the cross was clean. Because the tomb was empty, the cross must be too. In my mid-twenties, I began to walk the grounds of an ancient monastery by American standards, in the middle of Kentucky. Everywhere I turned, the crucifix confronted me. One day I bought a small crucifix statue in the gift store. It sat on my desk in my study at home. One day, when my oldest, David, was around four, he came into the study and picked up the little statue of Jesus on the cross. As he rolled it around his tiny fingers, he asked, Daddy, what do we use this for? And before I could proffer some ridiculous answer, he continued, Or is it for looking at? I knew at that moment a prophet had spoken. I said, Yes, David, this is for looking at. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. My life in these years began to reveal to me that my cross was too clean. My life was getting messy with trouble, hardship, and persecution. I was beginning to crack into a smidgen of the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. 
I needed to behold more of him than I was glimpsing. A few years later, I came across a painting done by one of my friends, Kevin Sparks. It is called, Darkness Tries to Comprehend Light. And it depicts Jesus Christ lifted up on the cross in a brutal scene of unthinkable suffering. As you approach the painting, you begin to realize it's more than a painting. The cross and crucified body of Jesus is recessed, carved into the wood. And as you back away, you notice how his body is shaped like a chalice. And then you see it, the red paint, like blood, is coming out of the picture and across the frame at the bottom, as though it were flowing into the room. Yes, David, this is for looking at. And I spend more and more time every single day just looking at it, lifting my eyes to him who is wholeness, who made himself broken, so that we who are broken could be made whole. Lifting my heart to Him who is fullness, who made Himself empty, so that we who are empty could be made full. No, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is a picture of a messy cross. Our cross is too clean, friends. Jesus is risen from the dead, and yet he is crucified. We will know him as risen, only to the extent we know him as crucified. It's why the cross is the very shape of love. Our lives, with all our pain, conflicts, tragedies, brokenness, loves and losses, perplexities and persecutions, are held together by his broken body risen and ascended to the right hand of glory. This is, quote, the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, David, this is for looking at.
the prayer. By the Spirit of God, our hearts keep crying out, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. No fear, no guilt, no shame, no condemnation, only love, only freedom, only Jesus. We behold you, Jesus, high and lifted up, the slain Lamb of God, indeed the Lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. We are in awe of you. And the Spirit tells us you are in awe of us as you intercede on our behalf. Holy Spirit, lead us deeper into this love such that we know nothing else. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, is your cross too clean? Because I know your life is not. Are you ready for the messy cross? You know, I've always wanted to try and make some high-quality prints of Kevin's masterpiece. He's a bit of a starving artist who could use the help, too. More so, thousands would be blessed to have this in their home, in a place where you could simply look at it, a place of beholding and becoming. It won't be simple to do, but with enough interest, I'll find a way. Put a link in today's uh, question right here where I'm giving you this. If you're interested, just click on that link and just say, yes, I'm interested. That's it. It'll be that short. Let me know if you're interested in an affordable print of a priceless work, and I'll keep you posted. And I'll snap a photo today of that picture and put it on our Facebook group page. That's also linked here in the email. And you can also see a photo of Patrick from yesterday's post, the moment where he was anointed with wine. Uh, it's there. Well, our hymn today, we're going to sing our whole way through. We'll add the final verse, the Romans, the, what I call the Romans 8 Manifesto hymn of Charles Wesley, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. Hear these words. Finish then thy new creation, pure and spotless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation perfectly restored in thee, changed from glory into glory, till in heaven we take our place, till we cast our crowns before thee, lost in wonder, love, and praise. Here we go. Love divine, all loves excelling, joy of heaven to earth come down. Fix in us thy humble dwelling, all thy faithful mercies crown. Jesus, thou art all compassion, pure unbounded love thou art. Visit us with thy salvation, enter every trembling heart. 
Breathe, oh, breathe thy loving spirit into every troubled breast. Let us all in thee inherit, let us find that second rest. Take away our bent to sinning, Alpha and Omega B. End of faith as its beginning, set our hearts at liberty. Come, Almighty, to deliver, let us all thy life receive. Suddenly return and never, never more thy temples leave. Thee we would be always blessing, serve thee as thy hosts above. Pray and praise thee without ceasing, glory in thy perfect love. Finish then thy new creation, pure and spotless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation perfectly restored in thee. Changed from glory into glory, till in heaven we take our place. Till we cast our crowns before thee, lost in wonder, love, and praise. Amen. It's hard to beat that one. It just runs you through the whole story, the whole gospel, the fullness of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit to finish then thy new creation. Pure and spotless, let us be. Yeah, I've got to stop. Listen, there's a P.S. today. I uh, mentioned this yesterday, but I'd love it if you take a few minutes and explore our new author, Matt Ayer's new book, The Holy Spirit, an Introduction. Put a link here to watch a few of the two-minute videos of the book, give you a feel for it. This is a treasure, and um, I really want you to dig the well, to drink deeply from the well of the Spirit. In the summertime, it's the best time ever to do it. Well, that's a wrap for today. Sower Nation, get your seeds. I'm headed out on the field myself. And um, yeah, there's lots of opportunities before us, so let's be... Let's be attentive and aware and available to Jesus. He's going to do his work through us. I'll see you out there. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.